Hello and welcome back to the Gracefield Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and this week we're going to talk about the state of your bedroom. I want to know, what does your bedroom say about your marriage? Hmm, have you ever even thought about that? Now look, if you want more intimacy in your marriage, whether that be more sex or just more meaningful conversation, the state of your bedroom could be to blame. Let's jump in and hear all about it. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reunite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Have you ever stopped to think about that? How the state of your bedroom and what effect of the state of your bedroom, what effect that might have on your marriage? Don't feel bad if you haven't because I didn't either. It wasn't until we heard this advice from our pastors at a marriage event that my husband and I were like, oh my goodness, the light bulb went on. And ever since then, our marriage, well, our bedroom has been completely transformed. But I really feel that it has contributed to a lot of the intimacy, the 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 closeness that we share really in marriage. And that is because what we have done specifically with our bedroom. Now I have a little bit of a checklist here for you that I want to go through with you guys. And I want you to think about as it relates to your own bedroom and how this could work for you. Now, when we first heard about this, our pastors, they told us, you know, remember I live in New York city the land of small apartments. And what they said was, hey, we get it. We all live in small apartments, but the longer that you have the kids staying in your bedroom, the harder it is going to be on your marriage. And sure enough, at that time, my son was three years old and he was still in a crib in my bedroom. And he was getting to the point where he was old enough to stand up in the crib and be like, mommy, daddy, what you doing? You know? And it was like, um, yeah, this isn't gonna work. He was just getting way too old to be there. And it was a, it was about the point where he was starting to climb out of the crib. And we were like, yeah, we've got to figure this out. So when our pastors had given this advice, we were just like, 
oh man, why didn't we think about this sooner? So I'm going to give you this little checklist to go over and I want you to think about your own marriage, your own bedroom and what this means for you guys. So number one in your bedroom checklist is, is it private? Right. So going back to our situation, it wasn't private. My son was like right in there. Like he was right there with us. There wasn't, it wasn't private. I have other friends who they have, again, we're in New York city. So we have what's called these like railroad apartments where you have to walk through one bedroom to get to the other. And so for their bedroom, there are two doors and both doors lead into the kids' bedrooms. So the both like two sets of kids are able to walk into their bedroom from two different sides of the room. And my friends always complain like, oh my gosh, the kids walked in on us again. And I'm like, girl, do you not have locks on your doors? Like lock your door. So number one, make sure that there is locks on your doors because if not, we might have some unfortunate accidents and, you know, or it just really dampers the mood, if you will, if we have to worry all the time about the kids walking in on us. So really think about making your bedroom private. And if that means moving the kids out of the bedroom, bunking them together in another bedroom, no, the baby does not. I get it. Many parents, they co-sleep, you know, because they're nursing, things of that nature. I totally understand that. But like, there is going to come a point in time where having the baby right next to you in the room, not only is it going to wreak havoc on your own sleep habits, but also the baby sleep habits. The baby isn't going to be able to sleep very well through the night if you're getting up every minute just to check on them. So it is okay to put them in another room. Again, this is all contingent on space and all that, right? I have these clients who they live in a one bedroom apartment and, and they have, they have a baby and they're living in a one bedroom apartment. So there really is no other place for them to put the baby at the moment. So if that's the case, I get it. But as soon as you can, you want to make that bedroom private for you guys, for you and your husband. And we are going to go into some of those reasons why. I mean, outside of the obvious reasons why you would want that bedroom to be private. So number one, is your bedroom private? Number two, is your bedroom comfortable to be in? Is it like, is it a place that you want to go to? So going back to the story about my pastors who, who kind of gave us this advice, they told us, make your bedroom your sanctuary. And we were like, oh man, we never thought about that. You know, just making it a place that we are so happy to be in. Um, making it, you know, is it cluttered versus is it organized and everything has its place so that when you walk in, you don't feel overwhelmed in any way. You just feel a sense of peace and calmness. Is it really distracting? Like, do you do all your work out of the bedroom? And so there's stuff all over the place for work or for hobbies or whatever. Or like I said, is it a place that you come to and really feel a sense of peace and tranquility? All those other things 
let's move them to other rooms. Let's make the bedroom a place where we can really feel a sense of rest, a sense of peace, and a sense of tranquility. Because imagine the difference just mentally that that's not only going to have on yourself, but it's going to have on your husband and going to have on the time that you guys spend together in there. If, if it's uncomfortable, if, if nobody wants to be in there because it's cluttered and it's crowded or it's dirty or the beds are unmade or there's things everywhere nothing has its place or the baby's in there and maybe you know there's diapers in there and it smells like poop I mean come on who's gonna want to be in there nothing there's like there's not gonna be any sexy time going on in there if that is the feeling that you get when you walk into the bedroom so number one is it private number two is it your sanctuary and a comfortable place to be number three along the same lines is it inviting when you walk into your bedroom, like I said, do you want to be there? Is it inviting meaning? Is your bedroom the place where you always fight or the place that you go to make up? And if it is the place where maybe you argue because you don't want the kids to see you out arguing in the kitchen or whatever, make sure that it is also the place that you guys makeup. Are you catching my drift here? I mean, really, when we are looking to increase intimacy and like increase levels of closeness with our marriage, a lot of that starts right there in the bedroom. And why is that? That's because that is your quiet time, your place just for you guys. We have in our, in our house, we have a policy. There is no walking into mommy and daddy's room without knocking on the door. Now it. Could they walk in? I mean, you know, obviously if, if we're having private time, the door is locked, but we always, we instill that into our kids so that they understand this is our space. It's a, it's really about the idea of like, no, this is mommy and daddy's space so that when it comes time to spend time alone or we, we want to just have our quiet time, we can tell the kids it's mommy, daddy time. You can hang out in your rooms and we won't close the door. A lot of times what we'll do if we want them to know that it's okay to walk in and out, we'll leave it a little bit open. You know, my husband's like, I'll just go ahead and crack the door. So we'll kind of close it a little bit, but we'll leave it open so that they know they have an open invitation to come in and out. But when that door is closed, they know they have to knock and we tell them, Hey, sometimes mommy is changing or what if daddy's changing? Like, you don't want to just barge in here. Like it's helping them to understand that there is a, a sense of privacy for mom and dad. Now for them, it's a different story. I don't allow my kids to lock their doors unless they're changing. Other than that, the door to their bedrooms are always open. And that's just because they're a little bit older and, you know, I need to <laughs> monitor basically what is going on for them. But for us, it's okay to say, no, this is our room. We need our privacy. You know, it's mommy, daddy time in the same way that they go to the bathroom. They know they can lock the door. They have their own privacy. Nobody's going to walk in on them. I hope this was helpful for you guys. Just, just in an understanding to, to, to get the gist of what are we trying to build here? What are we trying to build in our marriages? When I have been asking my clients for the past several weeks, what is the number one thing you want in your marriage? And even though I get very different answers from everybody, the same thread happens over and over. And that is basically everyone seems to be looking for 
increased levels of intimacy. They want to feel closer with their husbands. They want to feel less fighting, more peace. They really want to be more connected with their husbands. Well, how does that start? A lot of that starts with understanding or helping him to understand that he is a priority in your life as you should be a priority in his. And with that is the idea that yes, it is okay to create this space for you guys to be together and to connect because if not I mean think about it if you wait till date night or you wait till you know years down the line when you have the funds or the time to go away and go on a a vacation together or a second a second honeymoon I mean well how much damage can be done to our marriages in the meantime if we're not properly stewarding it in the everyday so by making your bedroom a sanctuary for you guys a sanctuary of peace for you guys and for your marriage you are working on that marriage every day in the day-to-day you're like watering the lawn if you will every day right they say the grass is greener where you water it and so this is a way of watering that lawn right here at home every day it's simple steps to do you might want to work out a plan like a a plan talk to your husband about this and say hey babe you know what I heard this idea I, I really like it or share the episode with him and say you know I heard this podcast I really like this idea why don't we try doing this in our bedroom um, why don't we try working on this not only is that going to show him that you are interested in being more connected and really having a, a deeper place of intimacy with him I mean hey usually anything you do to increase intimacy with your husband he is all for right So he might just be all on board with that. And a lot of times I've also heard for wives where husbands are like, yeah, hi, can we do it more often? And wives are like, "Mm, maybe not tonight. A lot of the issue I find is that wives don't feel emotionally connected to their husbands. Maybe they aren't talking as much or they feel like he's not really paying attention to them during the day. Well, this is a way where you start to feel more emotionally connected. And it sounds maybe weird or counterintuitive, but if it's a place where you know that is it's inviting for both of you, you are really starting to appeal to both your interests, not just your own. And I promise you, it will make a big difference. So do me a favor, guys. After this episode, if you are not already in my Facebook group, like, hello, what's what's the deal? Jump on there. Or if you're not already on my email list, hello, what's going on there? You need to jump on there. Email list is going to be gracefueledwifesteps.gr8.com. That will get you a little bonus PDF training and um, you will be on my my email list and you can just respond to me right there right from the email my weekly email you can respond to me right there to let me know what you thought about this episode if you're in the Facebook group do me a favor give me a shout like let me know hey I listened to this week's episode and this is what I tried or what I spoke to my husband about and this is how we are these are the steps that we're taking to make our bedroom our sanctuary I want to hear all the things so let me know until next week guys thank you so much Hey love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. 
This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.